contemporary formats continue to struggle. But you know, it's been happening in alternative. It's been happening in hip hop. It's starting to happen in the country. When those shares go, they leave and they don't necessarily come back. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. The time is now. And yeah, I know how that sounds. That sounds incredibly naive, but it's time for radio to take the lead and find and champion and develop some records and show its importance to the music business again. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the mediamorphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Sean Ross, no stranger to Brandwith On Demand, and probably you, he's a radio business researcher, he's a programming consultant, a conference speaker, a veteran of the radio trade journalism at Billboard, Radio and Records, M Street Journal, and others. He's been everywhere. You can also see him at most radio conferences where he's either a speaker, a panelist, or reporting for his weekly writing, Ross on Radio Newsletter, which you can subscribe to for free. Scroll down the show notes and find more information. Brand with On Demand, proud to welcome back musicologist to the stars, Sean Ross. Hey! Hi, Dave. Hi, Kipper. How you doing? Lot to talk about. Lot to talk about everywhere. Indeed. So... Let's recap the year 2022 from a music perspective. What were some of the notable moves, and were there any big formatic surprises? I think we're picking up where we picked up last year. Contemporary formats continue to struggle. For the first time since the early 90s, particularly in Top 40, we're still looking at a top 40 format of three and four share radio stations in a lot of cases. But, you know, it's been happening in alternative. It's been happening in hip hop. It's starting to happen in country. Country still struggles and country lost its flagship in New York this year, which is certainly going to have an impact. Yeah. on radio listening. That said, in Top 40, the music was a little better, a little better than last year, a lot better than two or three or four years ago. But you know, we don't have the kind of artist yet that can single-handedly draw people back to the radio. Harry Styles, clearly a star, had three really good hits at yep. radio, had to play them all at once because it didn't have much else to play. That's you know, that's not enough to bring kids back to the radio, and it's not enough to bring people back to Top 40 necessarily. Yeah, especially with folks like Taylor Swift releasing Straight to Stream. Well, and you know, Taylor Swift was a great event for radio, and radio mm -hmm. 
has been very much involved in her success this year. And it says something that Taylor Swift, we've stopped worrying about whether she still matters to a 16-year-old because it's a 29-year-old who's making the radio decisions right now. Country, I think, has a lot of optimism about some of the new artists. Zach Bryan, Bailey Zimmerman, Hardy, Jelly Roll, all acts that came from the streaming, and it will be interesting to see if that translates to rating. Well, you know, we're leaving the 2022 holiday season, Sean. Are there any significant holiday trends this year with the all music channels everywhere from Spotify to Sirius XM to iHeart, all of that. What's going on with holiday music on the radio? On the radio, it's interesting. It's getting even older. I hear more Bing Crosby than ever this year. If you hear a version of a song, chances are it's Bing. And Mariah Carey, right? Well, you hear Mariah. You you don't hear that much Justin Bieber or Ariana Grande, although Mm. they have songs that stream, too. I heard Steve and Edie this year on the first day I listened to Christmas radio. Yeah, that's a throwback. Um, is that at the expense of new artists doing it, or are they just not recording stuff like they used to? New artists are recording stuff. They're mostly recording you know, the old songs, and they get to have the other version. Right. Big Crosby has the hit version of Do You Hear What I Hear, and then you know, the next version down might be Martina McBride, and the next version down after that might be Jordan Sparks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So has anybody cracked the code on artist and title separation for the holiday songs, especially hearing songs like White Christmas six times in an hour or so it seems? I spend a lot of time on the Christmas music logs that I do. For radio, I joke that ideally doing a log is like doing a crossword. Doing a Christmas log is like doing Sudoku. It's hard to move <laughs> one piece without yeah. all the other pieces being messed up. Yeah. And sometimes it's like Jenga. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, if, if you talk to some program directors, you cannot overplay the hits. I've listened to major stations, including some successful ones, and Winter Wonderland, various versions of it, is an hour and 15 minutes apart. Mm -hmm. I've heard heard some of the big songs be 50 minutes apart. I've got to think that's a mistake. I get a few more calls this year, or the stations I work with, you get a few more of the you guys play the same songs calls. But if you look at what the big city stations are doing, not only are they older than ever, they're more aggressive about playing the big hits closer together, and you don't hear 
than many of the newer songs that used to come in. Oh, Sean, you probably listened to more different radio in the course of a year than most of us mere mortal people. So the question is, what are some of the biggest format trends you're starting to see bubbling up, and what do you think might happen for 2023? One of the biggest success stories of the year was the new iHeart station in Sacramento, KISS 1079. It's basically next generation oldies. It's playing 90s. It's playing early 2000s. And they've done so well that, you know, as, you know, as I speak to you, there's, you know, there's a new station in Dallas today doing the same format. So mm-hmm. I suspect we'll see more of those next year. Uh, the biggest trend in music radio is music radio stations going away. Alt 92.3, the, the the alternative station in New York. 97.1 in Los Angeles that was doing top 40. Mm-hmm. WSH, the country station in New York. KRTY in San Jose, the country station that was leading the market and still got sold to Caleb and went Christian and went away. When those shares go, they leave music radio. They leave music radio and they don't necessarily come back, which in turn probably affects the number of people listening to the radio. It probably affects the perceived need to listen to the radio. And FM is the big mall, 1010 was at the point where it had to be there. But if there is no alternative radio on FM in New York, yeah, it was a two-share, but it's a two-share of people who are not necessarily going to find another radio station. No doubt, no doubt. You know, uh, Sean, you've reported on the experimental streaming uh, station program by AI, Artificial Intelligence. What are your thoughts on mid-tempo radio versus intentional train wreck segues like Bob and Jack stations? Do you think that budget-conscious operators, so-called, might be adopting this technology? Mid-tempo radio is uh, an online radio station. It was developed by a non-radio person. It's an interesting experiment. It sounds more like a restaurant tape than any radio station <laughs> we know. Grocery store music. And you know, that's all they're trying to do. They're trying to put together a lot of you know, mostly obscure music that sounds good together. And for what they are trying to accomplish, I wrote about them. And a few days later, I had somebody tell me it was their new favorite station. Personally, I still like, you know, somebody being behind the wheel. Here, here. And, you know, I still see a difference with somebody mm-hmm. being behind you the bet. wheel. You bet. But if you bet. If you talk to some of the major groups, they will tell you they are 
using AI to make more of the decisions, whether it's what songs to add, you know, they have a lot of streaming data and somebody has to compile and make it make sense. But I also hear about people who are trying to use AI, which is to say, you know, selector and music master rules to have more logs that you know are generated by fewer people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I schedule radio stations for a living, so of course I would be skeptical about that. But you know, I type you know I type in a text on my phone, and it can't always guess what I'm going to say next. You know, much less <laughs> right. how yeah, two words are going to sound next to each other. And how so about that spell me- check? yeah i often put d-m-n-s-p-l-c-h-k after correct something that doesn't need correcting but yeah yeah and it's like anything else it's happening now it's hard to tell what's better living through technology (laughs) and what is you know it's it's hard to tell what's owner is putting a brave face on the cost cutting that they have to do anyway well, how does it sound to you, though, Sean? You're deep into the music thing. How does the music sound to you? On this particular radio station, on mid-tempo radio, it wasn't my music. You know, if it was just a question of, is it seamless? It was reasonably seamless, but I'm not just looking at whether the transitions are seamless, although right. I, care, I care about that a lot. I'm looking at, am I playing three of the same type of record in a row? I'm looking at, did I play this song yesterday? I'm looking at, right. you know, did you hear it coming and going on your commute? I'm looking at, you know, if you're not commuting anymore, if you're working at home, do, you know, do I need to throttle down and play some songs less? Mm-hmm. And be less aggressive about how soon, how quickly I turn stuff over. So I don't hear it having a programmer's mentality. And part of that is that somebody would have to impart a programming mentality. And we don't necessarily have people to teach a younger generation of programmers what we've learned. Yeah. So talk about those younger programmers and music directors, any kind of manager, even corporate music honchos. If there were one piece of advice that you would like to give them as we commence 2023, what would it be? My advice is for the owners, but it's also for anybody who is still getting up and going to work in the radio and wondering what impact they can have. And it's this, the time is now. And I know how that sounds. That sounds incredibly naive, but I just read a series of articles, uh, mostly in Billboard magazine, one article is how about the record industry is fed up with TikTok. They've been counting on TikTok to break <laughs> records, and TikTok is supposedly not breaking records. 
records like it used to. Spotify, today's top hits, there's another article in Billboard about how Spotify playlists and Apple playlists don't have the same impact they used to. It's time for the, for the music industry to try radio again. It's time for radio to take the lead and try to find and champion and develop some records and show its importance to the music business again. It's still time for radio to take advantage of the trust that people demonstrated. In them, during COVID, people came for information and what they got sometimes was viable information and sometimes mm -hmm. it was yesterday's celebrity news. Right. Right. We are with the always amazing Sean Ross. We can all learn something from Sean. Hey, somebody mm -hmm. you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear from you. Email your suggestions for guests to show at brandwithondemand.com. And if you're finding value to this podcast and the guests, please tell a friend. Every month we reach thousands of people that seldom, if ever, get to attend a broadcast conference or summit, boot camp, any of those things. And while you're at it, we'd appreciate getting a five-star review. And you can sign up for the free newsletter. Just scroll down on your phone to sign up. Coming up, Sean talks about the one thing that radio did so well that we just stopped doing it. Hi, this is Dave from Music Master Scheduling, here with another Music Master raving fan. Hey, it's Tony Lorino from Throwback Nation Radio. Whether with my syndicated shows or programming winning radio stations in Atlanta, Kansas City, and more, they all had one thing in common, Music Master. And I am so happy to continue to use Music Master as our music scheduling software of choice. I cannot thank the Music Master team enough. Ready to become a Music Master raving fan? Visit MusicMaster.com for more info. Stuff that works so well, we stopped doing it. Brandwood On Demand. We're with Sean Ross. He is one of our favorite music people and just happens to be an expert programmer as well. Sean, mm -hmm. what's the one thing that radio did so well that the industry just stopped doing it? PSAs. Oh. <laughs> I've been listening to a, a series of air checks I made from a road trip in 1987 when I moved cross-country. And you don't necessarily hear people talking about local events, but you always hear people talking about what's going on, what's coming up, and charity initiatives. And mm -hmm. you know, it's, when that went, you know, there wasn't necessarily an excuse to talk about you know, their markets at all. You know, I'd like to hear more enterprise, you know, people talking about the city, because I think you know, what I listen for when I listen to the radio is to learn something about where you are. Well, and, it seems that, and it seems that there is that uh, little codicil that says we are to serve in the public interest that seems to get forgotten more than remembered. But, but Sean's well, right. It, it, it's the kind of thing we go to conventions and like to think we do. 
but right. you know, I'm, I'm hearing a lot more of it on these 1987 tapes than I hear now. And the mm-hmm. flip side, on these 1987 tapes I have heard, there's no celebrity news, and there is certainly not yesterday's celebrity news. This mm-hmm. was 1987, and you don't hear about what Mark Harmon or Ken Olin or whoever was a star that year (laughs) was doing, much less what they were doing yesterday. And and of course, you hear a lot of liners and you hear a lot of the same jingles and you hear a lot of things that aren't so compelling and and sound like boilerplate. But it's interesting. The last station I taped on this trip was the Princeton University station, WPRB. And that jock, I thought, sounded very much like a college radio rookie when I was driving through New Jersey 35 years ago. I listened to him now and go, this guy knows how to talk on the radio. There you go. Yep. There you go. Yeah, good point, Sean. Good point. Yes, absolutely. Local flavor. <laughs> Always a terrific guy with all kinds of really valuable insight. That's Sean Ross with us today. You'll find links to Sean's free Ross on Radio. That's a great newsletter. And more in the show notes. Just scroll down on your phone. Our thanks to exec producer Cindy Huber and associate producer Hannah B for booking. And coming up next... Hey there, I'm Andy Summers from The Andy Summers Show on Philly's Country Station 92.5 XTU. And coming up on the next Brandwith On Demand, you can find out how to have a two-decade-plus career at the same station. Perfect. (laughs) That was perfect. First take and everything. Wow. You have done this before. Oh, stop it. Yeah, is there nothing she can't do? Stop, please. (laughs) (laughs) That's a wrap, Kipper. Daily. Well, yeah, radio is a daily thing. It should be anyway if you're not doing it. We'll talk about it in one minute. Martin Eisen. Find it in show notes at brainworthondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand be wide.